an excellent program for any visitor to Mexico. Regardless of the number of times you visited, Nella Haringa of Kensington Tours, Chris and Jerry, discuss Mexico's colonial cities, giving valuable information to make your vacation more complete and memorable. Welcome to the Travel Advice Show, your source of travel information. I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts, and my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. Uh, how you doing, Jerry? Excellent. Oh. And I'm really excited today because our guest, Nella Huenga, the Senior Travel Advisor of Latin America for Kensington Tours, is with us. And I've used her for several of my trips to Mexico, and I am thrilled to death to have you, Nella. Thank you for being our guest. Oh, thank you for the invitation. I'm very pleased to have the interview today with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Noah, thank for being on the show. We, we look forward to talking about Mexico. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm delighted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And today our topic is primarily going to be on the colonial cities of Mexico. And mm-hmm. Nella, could you define for us what colonial cities mean? Sure. Uh, the colonial Mexico uh, cities uh, were founded in the 16th century by Spanish in addition to the Creoles, right? The people that uh, mm-hmm. lived there before them. Mm-hmm. So um, it's uh, mainly concentrated in the central high plateau of Mexico. And, and um, these were home of the people, with, uh, wealthy people, um, working primarily in the mining industry. Um, uh, So most of the uh, more charming uh, cities are are Puebla, Zacatecas, Guanajuato, San Miguel de Allende, which are very unique in their own um, beauty. It's beautiful, beautiful colonial cities, yes. Fantastic. Do you know about how many colonial cities there are? Or is there a specific number? No, really. um, Mexico has lots of uh, colonial cities, but I think uh, there is a circuit that starts, of course, in Mexico City and then goes from east to west. Uh, Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I don't have the number, but there are many. I would say in the 40 cities, yes, yeah. Yes, I know there are many of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, For a first-time visitor to Mexico wanting to do the colonial cities, are there one or two that are must that they have to see at least at the first time they go? Yes. should recommend? Yes, I would say uh, the first one is really uh, San Miguel de Allende, and the second one it would be Guanajuato. San Miguel Allende is, uh, you see that there is more wealth and um, just a an note aside, um, 25 years ago, starting the immigration of um, um, retired people from the states to live there because it's mm-hmm. such a wonderful weather year-round and it's very 
uh, laid back and relaxed, and it's beautiful. Nice. It's, uh, it's so there is a lot of uh, immigrants uh, from the states in in that town, mm. or people that have their houses for the summer season or for you know just relax, or they rent them, but it's beautiful. Um, I think that is the highlight of of, of it's, I mean, uh, it's it's a it's no any building more than four stories. There is no modern uh, construction, um, but it's 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 just very well maintained. It's it's very nice, um, very nice hotels as well. Uh, uh, the main um, two main and very luxury type of hotels. One is the Belmont, which is former Noah's at the Orient Express. And the mm-hmm. other one is the Rose, um, the Rose. Oh, I, got, I forgot the name, but it's the hotel chain from Texas, mm-hmm. Rosedale, I think mm-hmm. it is. Um, nice. And yeah, in, and in Guanajuato, well, this is the student town. There is the major universities there. Um, it's very different from um, San Miguel de Allende. Um, this town was primarily doing uh, mining, so, so now since there is no mining, well, there is a few um, activities in the mining side, uh, there was left uh, a lot of tunnels underneath of the city. So oh. now those tunnels are used for transportation. So it's, they have like a, a highway, a subterranean uh, highway. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. What, like, like, people drive in the tunnels and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah, really? Wow. Yeah. Well, is it so, mountainous too? A little bit? Is there a little mo- in the mountains? It's a, a bit? little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit in the mountain. Okay. Uh, okay. There's no huge mountains. Okay. Uh, like, they nice. use funiculars to get into the the town. Oh. Um, oh wow! Really? Yeah. yeah. Also, this is the birthplace of um, Frida Kahlo's husband. <laughs> oh, Diego uh, Rivera. Diego Rivera, exactly. Oh, awesome. So there is a museum or the house that he was raised. And um, oh, you can visit. Also, um, another thing that really touched my eyes and my ears, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, we went to you know you when you are strolling when you are visiting the town, you you see a lot of churches, and one of the churches was like sounds beautiful. So we went into into the church, and there is this big orchestra, um, you know playing a beautiful songs and mm, I was yeah. so amazed like you know it was like middle of the day like you know any day mm-hmm. you can hear that yeah. it's very very characteristic of, of this town That's so cool. yeah the, these two I would say they are a must the must, to see. must visits mm-hmm. yeah for the, okay mm-hmm. well, let me ask okay. uh, what do you recommend as the minimum day for a visit to a colonial city, and would that minimum stay be about the minimum stay for any of the colonial cities? Sorry, Jerry, I couldn't, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't understand the question. Ah, we'll, we'll erase that part. Okay. Uh, is there a minimum stay that you'd recommend in one of these two cities that you mentioned, and is the minimum stay that you mentioned would that be the mm-hmm. same number of days for all of them? 
or each of them yeah. require a different minimum stay? Yeah. Uh, you know, I would say for the people that really like uh, the idea of not moving that much in the in the town, um, it 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 would be either San Miguel de Allende having three or four days and then continue to Guanajuato uh, for another four days. I would I will stay longer in Guanajuato because there are a lot of things to do and see. Um, however. The um, accommodation, if you are like a kind of person that really like the amenities and have a very nice accommodation, then I would say uh, stay longer in San Miguel de Allende and just do full day trips to um, Guanajuato. Um, mm. It's very close to, it's an hour and a half only, so it's pretty easy commuting. Um, but there is, if you kind of person that loves to walk at night, Guanajuato is the is the is the place to go because there is something going on. Oh really? So, in the evening, yeah. Yes. Everything in comes alive and stuff. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, so nice. you will see like a little patios or restaurants and people always oh, cool. walking, and so it's more like a very life uh, town. Um, so I would I will definitely. Uh, put my balance into Guanajuato if you are the kind of person that loves to feel the vibe of the people of the town uh, if you really love to walk and you know see around I think Guanajuato will be perfect now but if you are a p- kind of person that you know you don't like to uh, walk too much uh, mm-hmm. in Guanajuato there is a lot of stairways so uh, if you have knee problems or oh that kind of um, back pains, you know, you cannot walk longer, then I think it would be the best to stay longer in San Miguel de Allende. Okay. And by four days, do you mean four days and three nights? And three nights, yes. And three, oh. Ah, very good. So you now, can easily do a week, one week, visiting just ah. two, these two colonial towns. Two of them, yeah. wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific colonial city that you'd recommend if I was taking my children, say 10 and older, that they would enjoy more than maybe any other? Uh, Sure. I would say um, I would say San Miguel de Allende would be the best. Um, There is like, they have Maybe more things to do and see. There are, like, for example, the Museum of the Toy. So you will see oh. uh, the different types of toys used by locals since ancient times oh, and how they're, they're done. And so there is like four rooms that you can see. And uh, they were very creative and, and making <laughs> those toys. Um, <laughs> another thing, another place would be like swimming in the aquatic park. Oh, nice. uh, where is these uh, thermal pools? Um, maybe a uh, um, lesson and a question class. You know, mm-hmm. uh, to ride the, uh, the the horse in Mexican style. Oh. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So during the summer, for example, there are many camps that you can oh, see. There is like activities for soccer or arts or swimming. Um, and also you can go to a ranch to practice the question, um, uh, Mexican way style, right? Oh, 
there is also um, botanical gardens, um, and maybe if 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 there is uh, they they want to stay in, for example, in Guanajuato, there are like uh, art art, um, art lessons. Um, very close to the uh, Juarez Park, which is a very, like a very um, uh, place known uh, for, you know, they teach you how to do like ceramics and um, paintings. So mm. if if the kids are into that, they definitely there is a, a place they can they can do they can go. Nice. Or maybe just going oh, for for ice cream for Mexican ice cream. Ooh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Is, is, yeah, is, they are very yummy. What, 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 what's the difference between like Mexican ice cream or what, what's some characteristics of that? Like, I would say they use different different type of milk Dairy, and the okay. flavors. Oh, nice. The fruits that are endemic oh, in the city. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it's they have quite different flavors. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't exist in North, in North America. You, you could tell that got me kind of excited when you mentioned that. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, my gosh, ice cream. Whoa, okay. okay that, exactly. Especially when you travel, I think that's very important, uh, ice cream. Well, yeah. Chris, and I live in, Chris and I live in Utah, yeah. and I think I'm correct in saying that Utahns eat more ice cream per so. capita than any other state in America. I think so. It, yeah, they do. Wow. Yeah, they do. So we get excited. We love it. Let me ask you a question, Noah. Um, do you recommend people going to Mexico City? And if so, about how long would you recommend staying there? Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely, I would recommend you go to Mexico. It's only a few hours from the States, wherever they are. No yeah. more than two or three hours. Yeah. Uh, mm. The closest beautiful uh, Hispanic, you know, roots yeah. country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would say between a week just to, you, you have to go many times. I think in Mexico to to I really yeah. Uh, yeah to really visit. Uh, but I would I would say a week it would be you know and you can you you can divide your vacations I guess during the year right mm-hmm. so when the best time of the year for example it would be in our winter time from December to March so there you are you have one week that you're very cold and then you're suddenly you can go to Mexico and have beautiful weather eighty. 80 degrees or to 90 degrees and you are just warm again. So I would say uh, one week if you want to do that part of the colonial sites or maybe another week if you have the time to go to Yucatan Peninsula and do uh, snorkeling and be more into the water, right, to the Mm -hmm. beach. Um, That would be a great combination, being very focused culturally in the beginning and then in relaxing in the beach. And there's a lot of love activities in the beach that you can do. They in that area there are like caves and subterranean caves, and you can canoe, you can swim, you can. Uh, no, there is different kind of parks that you can do ATV. So there is a lot of adventure part in in Yucatan that you can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I would say combining with the colonial towns, it will be a great, great vacation for any for any person, for any uh, family with young or adult kids. Mm-hmm. 
Let me ask this question because I know our listeners will be interested. Do you have a price range of hotels such as maybe three stars or five stars? And would you recommend people staying in, say, one or two star hotel in any of the colonial cities? Um, no, I I would say uh, uh, stay up. Well, considering the standards of hotels in in America, I would say uh, keep your standards to four star hotels. Uh, they have more amenities, more restaurants. People are speaking English when you're having breakfast or having any meal, um, and and have a good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, exactly. Running hot water running or air conditioning or heat, if it's possible. I don't think that you will need that. But um, at least four-star hotels will give you more amenities that um, a two or one-star hotel will give you. Definitely, definitely for us at Kensington Tours, we're trying to. You know, we we specialize in private tours, and mm-hmm. you know, you will have your own transportation, your own guide speaking English guy, and that part is covered. It's nice. But then when you go back to your hotel, to your home, mm-hmm. you just want to relax and have a good time, you know, and have yeah. a good sleep so next morning yeah. you are happy again. Yeah. Um, I, I, if, if, you are, if you are going to a hotel that you know that have noise out from outside or yeah. people knocking your door to give you whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. they mistake the room or... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. Things happen, and then well, peace, it's, it's peaceful. Just mm-hmm. peace. Exactly, you mm-hmm. need peace at yeah. night. So, yeah. um, I, I will. Um, well, we we try to keep our standards always high, and um, mm-hmm. always suggest and recommend hotels at least four star hotels, and they're nice. They're super nice. Oh, That's I know. Uh, I went to, with Kensington Tours and Nella. You booked them. I was mm-hmm. in Mexico in November and again in December mm-hmm. in the Colonial City areas. And I was not only amazed at the weather, you're absolutely right, it's the perfect time to go. Cool morning mm-hmm. and usually very sunny and warm, very warm days. And I was wondering, do you, you mentioned having a private driver and guide, which is the way I always go nowadays. But do you ever recommend... Uh, I know you mentioned Guanajuato, but do you recommend people, visitors, actually maybe telling the driver they don't want them that afternoon because they want to wander the street? Do you recommend oh. wandering the street in most of the colonial cities? Oh, yes. On your own? Definitely, definitely yeah. I would recommend one day free. Uh, uh-huh. And I, I was, uh, well, I mentioned this before, but... One of the things that really uh, surprised me was, like, we were 15 people in the tour that we went to, you know, explore in uh, Mexico and the colonial cities, uh, mm-hmm. and we were very surprised. They were, we were the only tourists, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, wow. and we stayed long. Like, we would stay like 15 days, and we didn't see any tourists at all. Oh, so wow. we were surprised, and then the guy says, well, it's the season we went in May, when it's very hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nevertheless, um, and I didn't see any tourists, which was a shame, because it's, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful, and I never felt threatened. Mm-hmm. We walk at night, 
Um, and, you know, people are very stay home or during the weekends, yes, there is like a carnivals and there is a lot of going on in the main squares and maybe, you know, some parties here and there, but, you know, it's very calm, very quiet. So um, I would definitely recommend to have one day on your own and have all day walk on at night if you want to go for a nice dinner and go back um, to the hotel afterwards. It's just nice. It's no no problems around it in the um, with the people or with assault or anything like that. Anything like that. Very very health healthy people like uh, you know those people just 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 work and come back home and sleep and the next day the routine goes again. So mm-hmm. I I really really never felt threatened. I never see something like we could. You, you can tell there's problems there, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but no, <laughs> no, not at all. That's I good was to hear. Very, yeah. yeah, very calm, very yeah. safe, and mm. particularly in the, in the small towns like San Miguel de Allende in Guanajuato. There are another, I visited another one too, and I never, never felt, you know, that my In January, I was in Pueblo. Mm-hmm. And no Pueblo, Pueblo, and Puebla. I get it mixed up with Pueblo in Colorado and Puebla in Mexico, oh, and okay. um, perfe- I know uh, perfectly safe. Uh, we wandered the street, and um, oh, midnight, and really, oh. really neat place. Nice. I want to ask a question because we talked a little bit, bit about the three, four, five-star hotel, but do you have a, a guest? Estimated cost. Let's say they, uh, for four days and three nights, or let's say a couple staying at a four-star hotel with mm-hmm. a private driver and guide, which is the best way to do it. Uh, do you have a guesstimated cost? What it would cost for those two people yeah. to go to Mexico? Yeah. Yes, it will be around seven hundred to eight hundred dollars per person for four days, mm-hmm. three days. Mm-hmm. Four days, three nights. Sorry, yes, hmm. between hmm. seven and eight hundred, I would say. Okay. All right. That and will include. Sorry, that will include the transportation, the guide, the accommodation, the um, breakfast uh, daily, uh, two excursions. You know. Mhm. Yeah, it's really a fabulous way to go, and I really like having the guide with me. A fifty for lunch. Because they know exactly the unique restaurant to visit, and yes. it is it's tremendous. And as you were talking about Guanajuato and San Miguel, the mm-hmm. Yende being different and yet pretty close. I my experience with the colonial cities, and I've been to probably oh, at least twenty of them. Um, mm-hmm. They're similar in some ways because they have that historic. Um, several hundred-year-old feel about them, but they're very mm-hmm. different. Each one of them is yes. different. Oh, really? And it's really important, as, mm-hmm. as you make your plans to do the colonial cities, to do some research. And I find you, Nella, are the best way to go. I mean, because sometimes you can't tell by reading uh, what the different innuendos are of these cities. 
and you need to talk to somebody such as you to get that uh, difference so you'll make yeah. the right decision as to which ones is, is it. Mm-hmm. Well, Nella, yeah. is there anything else you would like to add about the colonial cities to our listeners? Yeah. yeah. Yes, we, yes. Yeah. we focused on these two uh, towns that we talk about, uh, Colon- uh, Guanajuato and and San Miguel de Allende, but there were there 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 are many of them that are gorgeous and beautiful, and one of them was in uh, Morelia, Morelia, and also this place is uh, well this 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 Morelia belongs to another state, and you're right to say that every single town has their own um, uniqueness, right? They, for yes. example, Puebla, they do the best ceramic. I think oh, yeah. in the whole world. Oh, ceramics, <laughs> um, really? Oh, nice. Yeah, so they, you know, pottery, like uh, you can put your fruits or, you know, plates. It's beautiful. Mm. Um, but uh, Guanajuato is more than vibe and, and, and to leave the culture and, and there's more things to do. Um, San Miguel de Allende is a beautiful town as well, but it's more like a laid back, relax, you know, stay mm-hmm. calm. Um, but there is Morelia too. Morelia is uh, um, the capital of the Michoacan state, uh, and they are very known for their food. There is amazing, amazing, <laughs> delicious food over there. Mm. And oh, yeah. also they have a big it's event. Different. Yes, a it's big event. Oh, yeah. And uh, there is a big event in in close to Morelia, there is a town that is called Pascuaro. Um, and this is a celebration of the Day of the Death, oh, which is cool. November 1st and 2nd. So there is like an island in the lake that everyone in many other uh, towns around the lake goes there in the, in the Day of the Death. And they just uh, do like a procession on the boats and they oh. go then to the cemeteries to to offer what they, the person who passed uh, used to eat. They even do parties. They bring mariachis. They bring songs that mm. they, they, oh, the man. person used to listen. And they stay overnight. And there's candles everywhere in the cemetery. And, uh, oh, wow. and it's a big, big celebration. Uh, and, uh, like, it's a big concentration of Mexican. Mexicans all over Mexico that it, goes there. It's like a pilgrimage almost or something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you have to really, really book in a year in advance because there, oh, okay. there, there are it? good hotels, but that they're crap. just they just booked very, very fast. Do, um, mm-hmm. But it's a celebration of life. It's it's, it's awesome. not the death that really they're celebrating. It's just really? a celebration of life. So they take it very different way. Um, Mm-hmm. Culturally, the 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 day the, when the person dies, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. there is events like that everywhere in Mexico, oh, and I I wanted to add this particular um, event because it's it's one of the events that you should not miss if you have a chance and free time in November. Mm-hmm. I would say just do it. It's it's amazing, mm-hmm. and again, it's this this town is. Yeah, there, there were problems before in this town, but this was related among the Mexicans, not to the tourists. 
So they are oh, very okay. respectful with tourism, and they know what the tourism brings to the town. So yeah, don't yeah. never feel like something is going to happen because nothing happens. It's very nice. That's great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Pamela, it's been fabulous having you with us as a guest. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it so much. And Thank again, you. we're talking to Nella, who is the Senior Travel Advisor of Latin America at Kensington Tours. And again, thank you very, very much. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for the invitation. I'm very pleased, and hopefully um, I'm going to receive many calls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I learned so much, and I'm really excited about uh, checking out the Especially, what was the name of that town where the Day of the Dead festival is again? Sure, Patscuaro. I'm going to spell. It's like P as in Peter, A, T as in Tango, Z as in Zulu, C as in Charlie, U, A, R, O. Wow, awesome. Awesome. That's very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you spelled it. Thank you. That helps me out a lot. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you again very much. No, thank you guys. Have a good one.